Hello and welcome to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Harditz, and today we continue the Fantasy Files series with a look at the biggest man in the news at the moment, Aaron freaking Rodgers. Wanted to make sure that, you know, this was actually going to happen. Uh, you know, big news obviously broke Monday afternoon throughout the day. Credit to Ian Rappaport, a.k.a. Rapshi, for seemingly being the first one on it. Obviously, Adam Schefter back in, you know, the day of the draft on April 29th or whatever, when that was initially brought up the potential for Rodgers to, you know, request a trade, go host freaking Jeopardy, retire, all sorts of, you know, hoopla in the media for the better part of the past three months. Finally, we'll chill out. Aaron Rodgers reported to training camp. Special thanks to PFF Mike's own mother for breaking the news. Uh, at least partially, this was pretty funny if you didn't see it on Twitter. Uh, Rob Demofsky, uh, one of the best Packers beat writers out there, uh, tweeted a fan outside Lambeau Field, asked Packers president Mark Murphy as he walked in, when is Aaron going to be here? And Murphy responded, he's here already. Well, that was actually Mrs. Renner who texted Mike. I asked Murphy when Rodgers was coming. He said he is already there honest mike you can quote that break it and yeah so shout out mrs renner ace reporter pff maybe go get her a job but yes people want to take the second on this podcast to now break down what to expect from aaron Rodgers in the league's reigning number ranks number one ranked scoring offense now that we finally have confirmation that he will be in green bay for at least 2021 bit of a last dance situation if you didn't see him and Devonte adams you know coast time instagram stories whatever the hell we're calling that uh these days so aaron Rodgers, reigning league mvp it's look i'll say this up front i faded aaron Rodgers last year and it was a big miss of mine and my reasoning was pretty simple aaron Rodgers, as great as he has been throughout his entire career was not a great fantasy quarterback for the better part of 2018 and 2019 specifically he finished as the qb 10 and fantasy points per game in 2018 and the qb 14 and 2019 now aaron Rodgers said this himself where basically his you know quote unquote worst years are still career years for most quarterbacks and he's right i mean he never stopped being a great real life quarterback the problem was you know it was an offense that had lost jordy nelson had lost randall cobb and while Devonte adams was great we weren't seeing any new pieces added to it we had you know lafleur come into town and help fix up the scheme didn't exactly produce a ton of great results in 2019 so going into 2020 the only real personnel change of the note was adding devin funches who opted out before the season started and then obviously going to year two in the system basically the big thing people could hang their hat on was aaron Rodgers having this pissed off fu campaign after the packers decided to draft jordan love in the first round well that's what happened. Aaron Rodgers did have a pissed off FU campaign, returned the QB for uh, performance in terms of fantasy points per game. So I know I just want to say again, I was completely wrong on that take. You know, I shouldn't have underestimated Rodgers as much as I did, but looking ahead to 2021 people, it's going to be where it's uh, tough for him to repeat that. And, you know, I don't just want to sit here and cry out regression, regression. Sometimes people will just say that either don't know what it means or just, you know, that's the end of the argument. Just he's going to regress. It does seem likely though, that we're going to see this Packers offense take a step back because how the hell can they be that good again? Uh, one of the best stats, you know, for just real life football analysis, fancy too, but a little bit different. 
EPA, which is expected points added. And we can do it specifically per pass play or run play. Basically, people, Aaron Rodgers has engineered three of the four best single season offenses of the past decade, regular season only in terms of expected points added per pass play. The 2011 Green Bay Packers since 2011, number one offense in this metric. 2020 Packers are number two. The Peyton Manning 2013 Broncos are number three. 2014 Packers, number four. Patrick Mahomes Chiefs, number five. So again, you know, as much as, and I've complained on Twitter, like the fact that the Packers have not used a first round pick since they drafted Rodgers on another skill position player other than Jordan Love. Uh, ironically, if you yeah, I mean, I guess quarterbacks qualify as skill position. Despite that, you know, Devontae Adams stud, he's, he's still had good weapons throughout his career and everything. I'm not trying to take anything away from Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, uh, Michael Finley while he was there, James Jones. I mean, the list goes on. Rodgers helped these guys, but they were, you know, hardly scrubs in their own right. I mean, Greg Jennings, you know, single-handedly put the team on his back with a broken leg for crying out loud. But with uh, Rodgers, you know, we just got to realize he is the straw. He's always been the straw that stirs the drink that is this high-end Green Bay Packers offense. And the 2020 version of himself was arguably the best one yet. I mean, truly, people, he set career-best marks in PFF passing grade at 94.3, QB rating at 115.8, adjusted completion rate at 79.3%. Maybe the 2011 version of Rodgers was better. I mean, that team was absolutely loaded. But I think when you can Consider all the great receivers that that team had compared to 2020, which was more often than not just going through Devontae Adams. Credit to Robert Tunyon, Marquez Baldur Scantling, Alan Lazard for their contributions. But I just thought the personnel around Rodgers was a lot better in 2011 than it was in 2020. And with that in mind, it comes back to that nasty R word regression. Do we think Rodgers can do what he did again last year? Because the same concerns I had going to 2020 still apply. We have added Amari Rogers, who apparently is not even going to play that much because one of the things to get Aaron Rodgers back in town was to trade for Randall Cobb. So Randall Cobb, presumably the Packers starting slot receiver once again. Look, Cobb has not been washed. And we've seen, you know, Cole Beasley and some of these other, you know, aging slot receivers still perform just fine. You know, I think quickness doesn't fade, you know, quite as fast as long speed. And, you know, we still seen Cobb. I mean, two years ago with the Cowboys put up some legit numbers, averaged over 10 yards per target, I believe. And Houston, even though he wasn't, you know, quite as dominant, played through a lot more injuries. And I don't think, you know, there's reason to believe he's going to be completely useless. Aaron Rodgers, the smart guy. I don't think he would have pushed for, you know, only reason I'm coming back is for Randall Cobb. If he didn't think Randall Cobb could still play a little bit as crazy as, you know, that request might be, but either way, people, we got Cobb, Funches, Amari Rogers. That's not, you know, our free agency wish list. We always enter with hoping for the Packers, you know, the Will Fuller's, the Curtis Samuels of the world. Unfortunately, couldn't get that. So what are we hanging our hat on? We're hanging our hat on Rodgers being pissed off about this whole situation, last dance, last year in Green Bay, with an offense that really hasn't upgraded all that much on paper, and he's got another year in the scheme. And it's a great scheme. I don't want to take anything away from LaFleur and company. I mean, the fact that what they were able to do last year, I believe PFS own Eric Eager actually named LaFleur the number one play caller in the league. Like, it was a great marriage between giving Rodgers some easier throws and also just letting him be a gunslinger and, you know, make plays happen downfield when he wants to as well. Again, though, people, when we don't have a rushing floor, which we don't anymore, from 2008 to 2018, Rodgers was between 13 and 23.7 rushing yards per game, back-to-back career low marks of 11.4, most recently 9.3 rushing yards per game since. We have Rodgers, an aging gunslinger, still seemingly at the top of his game. He just won MVP. I just told you the 2020 version of him was the best yet. 
The problem is he needs to be throwing these 40 touchdowns per year to work as the top five quarterback. A lot of people are going to draft him as, and as amazing as he was last year, again, I really think he was the single best quarterback in the league last year with all due respect to, you know, Tom Brady doing what he did. Patrick Mahomes Rogers was the QB one of the year 2020. If we had to give a crown, to one quarterback, it would be Aaron Rodgers. He was a fancy QB four. That's what happens when you don't have rushing upside in a league that is suddenly full of a lot of quarterbacks that have rushing upside. And I'm just not so sure we can expect this touchdown rate to persist. Since 2010, we've had seen 11 quarterbacks post a touchdown rate of at least seven and a half percent. I mean, every single one people has regressed by at least 2% with the only two exceptions being 2019 Ryan Tannehill, who went from 7.7% to 6.9% in 2020. And surely enough 2011 Aaron Rodgers went from 9% to 7.1% to in 2012 so I'm not saying Rodgers is going to fall off a cliff by any stretch but we've seen really good quarterbacks just take a pretty massive step back in touchdown rate because it's one of those you know that's why people like to put a lot more credence in yards and touchdowns touchdowns can tend to be you know I don't want to say fluky I do think you know at some point scoring touchdowns is a you know to some level a skill but we do see you know more stabilizing on notes with yards than we do touchdowns it's just a sample size uh issue so we've seen guys like Peyton Manning go from 8.3% to 6.5% in 2013 2014 Russell Wilson dropped 2.2% from 2018 to 2019 Tony Romo dropped 3.7% from 2014 to 2015 Carson Wentz had a big uh 2.3% drop off from 2017 to 2018 Deshaun Watson dropped 4.2% from his rookie year to his second year and Lamar Jackson dropped 2.1% from 2019 to 2020 even Patrick Mahomes people from 2018 at 8.6% all the way down to 5.4% in 2019. He won the Super Bowl that year. Patrick Mahomes was still a God in real life and fantasy in 2019. He just wasn't the world beater QB one overall that we saw in 2018. So again, don't have a ton of upgrades around this offense with all due respect to Randall Cobb. Also not a guarantee that we see this offensive line being quite special and, you know, credit to Rogers. Uh, we've talked about this podcast, how pressure tends to be more of a, you know, just a factor of the scheme and the quarterback than necessarily an indictment on the offensive line. He's always done a great job getting rid of the ball. It was that funny stat. Uh, and I believe 2019 were like his uh, number one, most targeted receiver, Devonte Adams, number two, uh, the sideline on throwaways, but we got some question marks on the offensive line for once pff has them coming in as just a 16th ranked unit ahead of 2021 largely because right tackle rick wagner and, and center Corey lindsley no longer in green Bay. so got rogers another year older offense hasn't made a ton of great additions offensive line maybe taking a small step back all takes me to my ranking. I have Aaron Rodgers right now as my fantasy football QB eight. I'm leaning towards moving him up to QB seven. The more I talk about this, basically the guys I'm taking ahead of him, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, and Russell Wilson. They all have the rushing upside that we just don't see from Rodgers. So basically Rodgers is my number one, like non rushing upside quarterback. I think I will move him ahead of Justin Herbert. We'll go ahead and go with QB seven. So I've already talked myself out of it i could see you know herbert taking a, a similar you know just step back from efficiency he had some certain things particularly in the pressure department i uh, really go his way last year but again people just without the rushing like don't overly freak out and i've already heard some people saying like oh this last year with rogers he's going to try to put up craziest numbers possible and you know what maybe he did i understand the jordan love angle work last year but i just really don't want to make a habit hanging my hat on these you know storylines as our you know single basis for moving guys really up 
the ranks. It's fun. I sit here on Twitter a lot of times and talk about wide receiver ones because of the visor they're wearing or the cleats they have in pregame. It's always tongue in cheek though. People, we can't actually move up Rogers five spots saying, Oh, this is his last year in green Bay, you know, screw the play volume, screw the projected efficiency. He's going to want it more this year. Like those are the types of analysis that I'm trying to avoid as we go through this. So Aaron Rodgers, QB seven, you know, right there. If you want to put him QB six, hell even QB five, I'm not going to say you're ridiculous. Just realize, you know, as amazing as he was last year, fancy QB four. And I'm just not certain that we're going to see an even better version of Rogers in 2021, because how much better can this guy even get? So that's going to wrap up this edition of the PFF fantasy football podcast. Before we get going though, I got to give a shout out to one of our new sponsors, Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for this exclusive offer for you. 20% off people and free worldwide shipping with the code PFF at manscaped.com. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology i now feel confident shaving my boys did i mention wireless charging the new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction which can help battery length last longer electromagnetic induction i need to slip that into a fantasy column at some point anyway get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code pff at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off of free shipping at manscaped.com and use code pff unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped Again, thank you for tuning in to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. New episodes every single day. Have some fun ones coming up, people. Uh, recording this on a Tuesday, but tomorrow I'll be recording a special one with Rich Rebar, and we will be publishing that 10 questions edition on Thursday, breaking down some quarterbacks. I know I've been promising this for a bit. Finally going to start getting some other fantasy analysts in the, in the fold. It was fun having some players, you know, Mike Williams, T. Higgins, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift. Uh, I, I love having them on. We're going to keep looking for some players, but you know what? Training camp's here. They have more important things to do. So we'll get back some fancy analysts and hopefully, you know, hit, hit on more of those players in the off season days to come ahead. So I mean, hearts and until next time, take care everybody.